Well, hello, <coughs> Sam. Yes. We've got some recording going on here. All right. So, uh, all right, this is going to be a little bit awkward. I'm going to be looking at you over here mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> back and forth. So, we've got a couple things to talk to, to, to talk to you about. What's up, everybody? Everyone. Welcome back to Splayed. This Welcome. is Splayed, episode 5010. <laughs> Volume three. Uh, oh. oh. Docker. <laughs> um, what's up, guys? Uh, so, Adam. Yes. Stuff to talk about today. Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> what the F did he do? Did he do? <laughs> so, is he good or is he bad? I thought he was awesome, and I was all excited for Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then we, the, the movie came out, the TV show came out, and it got pro- progressively worse until you got to the Moss Espa Vespas. Yeah. And you just told me he did Spy Kids. Yeah, he did all Spy Kids. All I knew kids. about him was Alita, which I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did Kill Bill, apparently. So I thought he was like this awesome guy. And he did he did the Boba Fett like episode, I think, in season one. Yeah. Of The Mandalorian or whatever, which was awesome. So I'm expecting great things. But nothing. And then it was it was Vespa's. I'm, I'm expecting like the Godfather, right? And it's not the Godfather. Godfather it's in space. Spy Kids <laughs> is what we, we got. Spy Kids. Right? In space. Why did he do Spy Kids? For his kids. Oh. Yeah. Okay, next subject. <laughs> um... We want to go on and talk about Halo. Mm-hmm. Halo, I thought the end of it was terrible. There's going to be spoilers here, guys, because it's been, you've had fucking time. I was going to do this review like 10 months ago, and we haven't been able to meet. Do anything. Yeah. So, Halo is the next topic. We're just going to breeze on through these. <laughs> just keep on going. Okay. The ending of Halo sucked. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's like. I. I no. <laughs> They, Cortana took the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, but Cortana. <laughs> she took the wheel. And when Master Chief was at his most badass, Master Chief wasn't home. He wasn't driving. Cortana was driving. <laughs> that sucks. Let him be badass. Look, I get that you want to have female strong characters in movies now. Mm-hmm. I'm supportive of that. But you already had Kai and Riz and that annoying chick that was angry all the time. And I had nothing against her except... Nothing against the actress, by the way. Mm -hmm. So... Just character development. The the character was written to be annoying. You know, they wanted this character that was naive. Mm -hmm. Quan. They wanted this, this like... They they wrote the character to be naive and angry. And it was just... And and, uh, egotistical, right? So, like, if that's the right word. Mm -hmm. Naive, angry, and, like... You know when you're, you're like overconfident, right? Yeah. Anyway, there's nihilistic. Anyway, yeah. Maybe, yeah. She anyway, she thinks she's amazing, mm-hmm. but she's not. She's super naive about stuff. She keeps doing really dumb stuff. You know what I mean? That gets her almost killed. <laughs> uh, although somehow it magically works out. And then, and then she's angry all the time. So just the character traits that they gave the character were were like there's no way you could like the character. And maybe they're going to develop her later. Hmm. And make her like someone that you that grows on you, but I mean, it's, it, there's too much of a long swing there. Like yeah. they, needed to, they needed to bend that arc a little faster if that's <laughs> what they were going for. Um, but I think you know when you try to make something work, you know, and you take certain liberties with the storyline, it doesn't work out, right? What like, liberties are you talking about? Well, I guess I guess a good, another example is like. Look at what they did with the original Mario movie, right? The game for Mario was him rescuing the princess. 
Okay. Being, you know, going through all these yeah. fantastical worlds. And then you see the movie. Okay. The Super Mario movie. You remember the movie, movie. right? Okay. I liked the movie. You did? You know what's that's I know that everybody hates it. Even even the uh the actor, I think one of the things that he said he regretted the most was, yeah. was Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Um I liked it. It it's a it's, it's good John for its what it is. You know? But if you like John Leguizamo, I think you like the movie. You <laughs> if know? you like him, you like the movie. <laughs> then did you like Spawn? Because he I was did the like clown. Spawn. He was the clown. Was he the clown in Spawn? Yeah. I don't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I did like Spawn, though. Okay. Um, you know, I like Ice Age. Pretty sure he's he used to be the voice, right? For the little, for the sloth? Is yeah, he, the he sloth? was sloth. Uh, I don't know if he's still the sloth. Yeah, I think he is. Is he still the sloth? Yeah, he, they, they just, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, but um, Mario, Mario <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. I don't know. What's not to like? It's um, not. It's Mario, not a. You got Luigi. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, but it's like you don't get the game feel. You know. I kind of got the game feel. I guess. I mean, the Goombas didn't look like Goombas. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Anyway, um, back to Halo. Halo. Yeah. Okay, Kai. I loved Kai. Um, and. I actually really liked Riz and the guy who I can't remember the other the other Spartan I can't remember his name. I think yeah. Anyway, those two because they still have like their emotional suppression pills in the whole time. Yeah. But they it actually they become like a really funny like fo foil is that the right word I don't at the end of the movie at the end of the series uh, it's entertaining to see them played off the characters who don't have their emotional control pill in and okay. see the conscious it's kind of fun because they still have some funny dialogue even though they're supposed to be like emotionally muted so they're the, um, the straight man yeah they're kind of the straight man <laughs> and it works you get some cool character contrast and some cool character moments there that I thought was fun <laughs> they kind of play that in the, the game Deus Ex the guy who plays it so straight face you know even in the face of like devastation it's like, oh no, my father died. He goes, what a shame. Yeah, it's he like was a that. good man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just like, exactly, and it was, it worked. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. So it worked. Um, at the end, though, they literally kill Master Chief, and Cortana takes over his mind, and then she saves the day through him. Of course. I'm okay with Cortana being Cort like Cortana's badass enough as it is. She's mm -hmm. already like super intelligent, and she fights battles on a different plane than Master Chief. While Master Chief is down fighting with guns, she's fighting in the metaverse or whatever. <laughs> she's fighting. Uh, what's his name? That owns Facebook, right? Yeah, exactly. She, yeah. Her and Zuckerberg are going at it. <laughs> so what? We're gonna smoke some meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, she already is a badass, Cortana, and they're a team. So I don't like that they got rid of the team dynamic and just made it. Uh, her now I think supposedly he's supposed to come back to life in the next season or something because he didn't fully like there was a chance uh, it was weird well he's a clone so he's not a clone yeah he is no he's not a clone well they they cloned him from the child they abducted no in the, the clone died well the clone did die but they can clone him they have the technology to clone yeah but the clones die <laughs> so we'll have it's like it's like James Bond you know it's not the same James Bond it's always a new James Bond. Yeah. So or Doctor Who. Or Doctor Who, yeah. So they, like, get a new guy to play him, mm -hmm. and they're just like, okay, here's a bunch of alcohol, and throw him in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get in there. <laughs> here's a bottle. Go on stage. <laughs> we should go. do that more. Drunk, drunk History is actually a show that I really like. You like I that liked, one? I like Drunk History. And yeah. then they did some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I like Sometimes the one. Like <laughs> the dog parks. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
Cool. All right. Yeah. So Halo. Anyway, um, you gotta stop. Like you gotta. Like I'm again. Strong female characters. Yes, please love it. Mm-hmm. But give them their own storyline. Let the dog have his day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every dog has his day. Let the dogs have their day. Yeah. You know, let give Master Chief an an opportunity to just be badass. Be you know, I want more John McClane. You know what I mean? I want I want I want more Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like I want the a return of the day when the hero could just be a badass. He didn't have to like he could be flawed and he could have an arc, mm-hmm. but he could actually still be good at fighting. Like genuinely just be good. And that could be something that you could just enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, would you like to have an original hero that starts off like John McCain or John McClane, but is just female? I mean, sure. no, no. Not, not the same storyline, her own storyline. Yeah. You know, I'm all for that. I, I, yes, please. More of that. Great. Just don't mm. ruin. You don't have to ruin the male character mm. to the benefit of the female character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whatever. So, um, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for, but they need to train them so that they fucked up with Rey in Star Wars. Like she's supposed to be strong, but it was too fucking easy. She just mastered the force, like insta mastered it. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing because Star Wars has its own set universe, right? And everyone knows Luke. Everyone knows Yoda, but it's like, here's this new character and she happens to be female in this storyline. So fucking like show us, like take us on a journey with her mm-hmm. where she learns to fight. Yeah. Now I get that maybe she grew up on that planet. She had, she was a scavenger. She probably had to learn to fight a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that doesn't explain how she can go toe to toe with fucking what's his name? Kylo. Or Kylo? Kylo. Oh yeah. Kylo, in a, in yeah. a lightsaber duel on day one with no training. That's right. Like, I'm sorry. Just, no, that did that, that doesn't happen in real life, so it doesn't work. Yeah. In real life, you don't just get instantly good at sword fighting because you've thrown a staff around a couple times. <laughs> and that's the thing too is even even having to survive in that desert, like even if she had to do like fights occasionally, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was like you had to finish it quickly and you're fighting other people who aren't trained, right? So it's really just about whoever can be the most aggressive and knock the other person out wins you yeah. know what I mean? it's not the same as fighting someone who's actually trained it's a completely different ball game you know what well I mean? we didn't see kylo's rant well we kind of did here he and there he was trained by by luke who's a great swords master min whatever i couldn't figure out whether to go light saberist or yes light saberist <laughs> uh and uh and he was also trained by palpatine's puppet yeah right and the knights of ren or whatever, like, or he trained them. I don't know. Point is, he's had plenty of training, mm-hmm. and um, it, okay. in the force too. <laughs> is it the whole someone who doesn't have an education going against someone who does? You know, has well taken care of because he was part of the empire. Yeah, they had the funds. Yeah, they had money. Yeah, he was rich, and Ray didn't have anything. Sure, and then she proved herself to be a great swordsman. It's like. You know, the guy who has everything going for him, he, great parents and everything, goes to Yale, and he's like, I had to work for everything in, for my life, you know? Mm-hmm. But he went to Yale because his parents were like alumni or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you have Ray, who came from the Bronx. Okay. And she's like, hey, I want to go to Yale too. So she studies really hard, but you don't see that studying. Yeah, you don't see it. You don't even see a montage. Yeah. So like, give us a montage of something. So it's like a person who is playing. I mean, she swings that saber at the rock when she meets Luke. So well, I guess that means she knows how to fight now. Yeah, that's good. You know, good yeah. enough. That's good enough for Yale. Yeah. But oh, you won't train her. So she goes out and stands up on the rock and swings it around. And then like 
swings it at a rock, right? Mm-hmm. So now she knows how to fight. Yeah, it's like someone who says, I played this DS game of uh, a pretend surgeon. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a four-star doctor. Yeah. I can go, I can operate on you. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. I've been it's, to hospitals. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I'm all, I, like, they just keep fucking it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give us a, a female character, but show us... You know, like either establish her as a badass. Like it's fine. You don't have to montage it. You don't have to show us her being a badass. But you, like, then you need to enter her as a badass. Like, well, they did that with Laura Croft. You know, did they? Well, the, I didn't the, see Laura Croft. Well, no, no, not the movie. The video okay. games. You know. Yeah, like she's. It's okay for her to, like John McClane is already a badass. You yeah. don't need to watch him go through training. But they they established that at the very beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean, like he's a cop. He's a street cop. You know what I mean? Like he he has creds. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, in the movie, you just see him flying in, you know, goes to his uh, ex-wife's company party, mm-hmm. takes his shoes off, and then terrorists show up, you know? Yeah. But, you know, he's like, oh, I hate this, you know? And, you know, he mumbles to himself, but he's like, hey, I just flew in from New York. You know, I'm actually a cop. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, frankly, I mean, he's got, like, everything about his story says that he's got some years, he's got some wear on him, you know what I mean? He's got some, like, he's been through some shit. Yeah. Um, Ray's, Ray doesn't smell that way, you know what I mean? And obviously she's been through shit. She's been, she's been, she's, like, from a story perspective, she's been through some shit, but she doesn't, nothing in her dialogue comes off as though she's been through shit. But you she, don't see her as, like... She speaks proper. Okay. Why is her language so polished? Because everyone's British there, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I heard supposedly they, they invented like some sort of like a, a kind of a weird sort of a language or accent. Like it's oh. supposed to be super proper. I'm not sure. Um, maybe I'm thinking of just sort of old movies. But um, she, like, she should she should have bad language, hmm. and she should cuss, and she should be like, <laughs> you know, she should like pick her nose and shit. You know what I mean? Like she shouldn't be polished. It doesn't make sense for her to be polished. Okay. So why is she polished in everything? Well, it's in Disney. Every, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, right? And that's the fucking problem. <laughs> and then there's a problem. <laughs> and now we have Mas Espa Vespas. Yeah. Like, tell us real stories. You know, people are fucking dying in mm. Ukraine. You know, they're getting slaughtered. Like, that's what reality is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, fuck the Vespas. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, don't. tell us a real story. You know what I mean? Tell us a real story that matters. Yeah. About real people, because real people don't magically get good. Get good, Adam. Get good. <laughs> get good in the Star Wars universe. In the Star Wars universe. So Halo, Halo worked and didn't work. I, I, there was elements of it that I really liked. Quan, and I feel by the way that I opened it. I, I think the, the actress for Quan is great. I don't, I don't want to knock her. I want to be clear about that. Um, I know women get a lot of harassment. You know what I mean? When they play these roles and if they don't go well. And so I, I don't know what not, it's not, I don't think it's Quan's fault. <clears throat> I think the character, and I, I'm saying Quan, I don't know her real name. I don't think it's her fault. No. I think the character was written fucking horribly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it was written to be a pain in the ass. The, the other Spartan, what is his name? The 66 guy, 066? I don't really. He was badass. He was yeah. awesome. Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Like everything, everything he was in was awesome, except for like he he kind of countered Quan, but not in, enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, he was awesome. Um, oh, speaking, you said Terminator earlier. Uh, they're doing an open world survival Terminator game. Why can't they get Terminator right? That's the thing, you know. Ever since Terminator Two, mm-hmm. they haven't been able to get it right. Why not? Why doesn't it work? Did you like Salvation? 
I think I did say that, right? I think I did like Salvation. Okay, yeah. that's wait, that's the one. No, I didn't like Salvation. It With was, um, so here's the one I Christian liked. Bell. I like Genesis, and nobody likes Genesis. Yeah, no one really. No one likes Genesis, but I thought it was okay. Um, I mean, Sarah Connor was maybe not quite as much of a badass as she needed to be. That was like underage Sarah Connor. Yeah, that's part of the problem. She's just, they just, I think the problem is she was in Game of Thrones, right? So it's like, well, if you're the dragon queen, then you can be Sarah Connor. Yeah. But it's not the same. So um, Sarah Connor is one of the, by the way, I think the strongest female characters of all time. The Mm -hmm. most badass. And like a proper badass. And she earns it. She has earned it. See, because it was an original story. Yeah. You know, surviving the Terminator, right? Terminator 1, Terminator 2. And it's all about Sarah Connor. But then they did Terminator 3 where they killed her off. They just kind of wrote her off. She's the reason it worked. And so when they took her out of it. But then they tried to shoo her back in. If the thing is, is then they, they always replace her with weak John Connor. So yeah. I, the biggest issue for me is that John Connor should be as strong as Sarah Connor was. And they never could quite figure it out how to make him this transition. Like, yeah. he's supposed to be... That was three, right? Where he's like trying to figure out he if he wants. Bitch in three. Yeah. He's like, he's like. I don't want to do it. Yeah. They, he made him a total bitch in they, three. They try to make it seem like he was the whole uh, Jesus, not re, you know, refusing his duties, right? Yeah. But it was stupid. That's not John Connor. No. Like he was, he was a fucking crook. He was fucking robbing banks. Yeah. He's not a polite little princess. <laughs> well, veterinarians, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no. I mean, in the in Terminator Two, he's 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 hacking into yeah. ATMs and well, stealing money and shit. Well, that yeah, young John Connor to get by being the hoodlum. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of the latest one, Dark Fate, rewriting everything? Again, they're trying to make a strong strong female characters, mm-hmm. and I don't think it worked because they ruined Sarah Connor's character. Yep. They they so they take someone who is very strong and they break her down mm-hmm. and make her subordinate to this Terminator character, um, which I don't like. Like Sarah Connor should be kicking that Terminator's ass mm-hmm. and saving the day, and that Terminator should be ineffective. And like the first couple part, you know, when you first see her, she yeah. is kicking yeah. ass. Yeah. The first segment of Sarah Connor, I was like, "Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. yes, thank you." And then they they, they just start like. Well, we can't have that anymore. Yeah, then they just start breaking her down and talking about how she's she sees herself as just this destiny to bear a child or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they're trying to sh- contrast that with an even stronger female character, but Sarah Connor was badass as a mother, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, no, she was there to fight the fight until her son took on the fight. It's not that she was there to bear humanity's savior. Yeah. She was there to be savior number one until savior number two was ready. You know what I mean? It's not that she was lesser well, than John. You know what I mean? Well, she was just like, you know, I prepare, I tried to prepare him as much as I could, but then they're like, Yeah, well, but that means keeping him alive Yeah, by fucking being badass. You know what I mean? But then they're just like, no, no, we don't need that anymore. Yeah. Now, now, now we got this other person who will be the savior, you know? Yeah. And it's like, whatever, right? <sighs> and, and then the, the term, the girl that got to play the Terminator was just, I, again, I don't know if it's the way they wrote the character, but this she's not likable. She has, she's blank. I mean, I guess she's supposed to be kind of like a Terminator, but she's a human. She's supposed to be human. Oh, you mean in three? But she's super in, in uh, Dark Fate. Oh, Dark Fate was that guy. Yeah, no, the the girl cyborg oh, chick, oh. whatever she was, the augment. Yeah, yeah, her. Okay, they. She was flat, man. 
I actually liked the villain. So I actually think they nailed... They actually got someone who looked dangerous, I thought, for the bad guy. I okay. liked the bad guy. I, I had nothing wrong with him. Uh, the problem I had was that the girl that they had was, I think, supposed to be likable, and I just hated her. And she hated Sarah Connor mm-hmm. and constantly was putting Sarah Connor down. And I'm like, don't destroy Sarah Connor. She's like the most badass person of all time. Yeah, yeah. well, she stopped the first couple of things, but then it's like, oh, you can't overwrite what's going to happen in the future, even though they did like four or five times, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't like Dark Fate. So yeah. did you like it? Or no. You, no. I mean, the announcement of this open world survival. So it's like, a huge open world and you have to survive from being terminated. That is kind of cool though. Think about that, right? Yeah, that could be fun to play. So you're like hiding, running through like, you know, industrial areas. Yeah. It looks cool. Ukraine, man. I just want to say Ukraine, man, I love the people of Ukraine. That's Mm -hmm. all I'm going to say. Love the people of Ukraine. I want to say on every episode now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. You know, I'm with badass motherfuckers. They're fighting. They're fighting and they're fucking fighting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they're fucking and they're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a picture of a guy. uh, He's a teacher there. Yeah. So he's taking time out of during skirmishes to do like Zoom calls. Yeah. And, you know, also on the front line fighting. That's fucking crazy, man. I know we had a whole team at my last company that was, I mean, frankly, we had a whole team at this company that's that's, uh, from Ukraine, you know? And um, like... It's just weird. I don't know how many of them. I actually haven't. I don't work with that team very closely, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many of them are like still in the country. You know, yeah. I know it's like a lot of the like the men weren't really allowed to leave. You know, so yeah. war thoughts on war thoughts of war. Would you die for your country? Well, yeah. Would see, you see that? Well, yeah, but now, right? The question is. Oh, at the, this point in time. Yeah, like in my life now, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I have this like scale, like like it at forty. It's like, yeah, you should probably go die for your country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At 50, fuck yeah. You know, at 60, please, God, give me a gun and send me over there. You know what I mean? Um, but should you fight for your country between like 20 and 30? You know, like you're oh. raising, you're raising, you're starting a new family or you're just, that's, that's like kind of like the prime area of life. Assuming it's not an existential war, is that really when we should be sending people to go fight? Well, look at World War II. That was an, ex, you know, okay, World War II, the draft was initiated and anyone from, what was it, 17 or so? I remember, you know, got drafted and you had to go fight or Vietnam. Yeah. There was a draft then too, but it wasn't an, you know, a full on, you know, war for like, like there wasn't a country. clear evil. Right. Right. Well, in wait in Vietnam. Well, okay. So Vietnam there was wasn't a clear threat to us. I think. Well, there is that, but there wasn't a, like, I guess how they put it as a police action, you know, because North and South Korea and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it wasn't a real like, hey, we got attacked, you know, personally. There wasn't a Pearl Harbor. And of course, we did have 9-11. And then there was the whole, you know, let's go to Afghanistan. Yeah. And is that a war that you would want to be drafted for? No, that's not worthwhile. That's not worthwhile. Afghanistan, like, what the fuck was that? What were we even... What are you even doing that? I don't know. But at the time, though, at the time you believed mm-hmm. that that's where bin Laden was. He killed 3,000 people. Again, that's a war where it's like, okay, if I'm 50, yeah, I'll go fight that war. <laughs> <For 50. laughs> that's not a 40-year-old fight war. I think, like, there's different measures, right? Yeah. Like, World War II, okay, that's probably, like, a 40-year-old fight war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
if it if it starts attacking our territory, maybe it's a thirty year old fight war. You know what I mean? Once it's like they're invading your country, and guess what? You're gonna get fucked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they come, then it's like a, okay, all right. Now we're arming the five year olds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay, so let me ask: How do you have like a whole military service in your family, or no? Yeah. Well, not not like ancestrally but my cousins and stuff okay so you have cousins and stuff Um, I didn't serve Uh, I did actually at one time I was going to join the marines mm -hmm. I actually was in the office I was going to sign up Um, but I I couldn't there's a health I had a health thing that's my excuse Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway that's, that's ultimately what what stopped me you know what I mean you know so. and, and to switch opposites now it's my you know on my side I have you know my grandfather my dad my mom uh my in-laws all served, mm-hmm. but I'm not able to serve because of my conditions, you know, medical. Yeah. But I would, would have liked to. Yeah. I almost wonder if I should do like some like, like, what is it? ROTC, right? Like, you um, can reserve. do our, yeah. Now, as, like I said, cause now that I'm now that I'm at an age where it's like, I feel like I could give, mm-hmm. you know, although again, because of, of health conditions, I, I'd be sort of limited. I don't know how, if that's an issue, you know, with like reservists, you know, it but, might, um, it, you know, it would be a, another medical exam that you would have to go through, but yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, I feel like I could, you know, I feel like there's an area I could serve. But so. again, would would you consider yourself to be, you know, in the ranks, like able to take orders and then, uh, you know, without having, you know, all that pressure put on you? Well, first you have a lot of pressure and you're given orders and you're getting yelled at all the time. Yeah, I like that. Okay, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I don't know, man. It's less stressful, in my opinion, than like what I do right now with software. I've got so much stuff that's on my head, that's yeah. on my shoulders, that I just live with all the time. And the amount of stress and anxiety that causes, it's starting to cripple me a little bit. You know what I mean? So I almost kind of would like being in an environment where someone else is just yelling at me, telling me what to do, because then it's on them. <laughs> well, it's an interesting mindset, of, you know, of a programmer. Yeah. Is because you feel the stress of like the work, but that that stress that you're feeling directly on you. That's all your own stress, though. Well, but it's the value of stress that you give the stress to it, that you're giving stress. How do I want to say? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you're giving <laughs> value to your own stress. Yeah. Right. Well, but I have to. I mean, this world is survival of the fittest. Well, it is for the most part, but you know, it is up to you to say, "I'm good." You know, I, I've had enough for now. Yeah, but if I do that, I could lose my job. You know, there are other jobs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be president, Rusty? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I've thought about it. You want to be a senator? <laughs> but no. <laughs> you want to be a liar? Yeah. I want to be the next Elon Musk. Although Elon Musk is kind of disappointing me right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that whole spill was with Twitter. Um, buyer's rem- I have buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee I know what it... The thing is, I, I could see it. The moment he started talking about the spam being a reason why... I mean, you knew he was going to pull out. He was just trying to set the stage. And I'm sure that... I mean, it's not coincidence that the whole stock market, and I'm sure in his entire net worth dropped like 30 or 50%, right, over the last six months. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that played into it. You know what I mean? He's like feeling really rich in January, you know what I mean, or December of last year. And then by, you know, April, May of this year, Suddenly he's feeling not so rich. You know what I mean? Like maybe $50 billion is kind of a big deal, you know, or whatever it was. Um, but he also, he's been tweeting a lot lately and not all <laughs> of it has been 
I think meaningful tweets you know what I mean okay, I'm starting to feel like it's just noise mm-hmm. so I'm losing some respect for him I used to kind of put him up here on the top I, I don't really put much of anyone up high you know I mean he's still got incredible power and skill in his ability to, to build and I'm hoping that that bears him through this but he's got some areas where I'm like I almost feel like he's naive like socially like I'm like well of course he's probably you know not very well versed with like you know culture wise yeah could you see him going out to like um, one of those artistic coffee shops no I I, from what I understand he just kind of sits in his trailer and watches TV (laughs) I know he's working on stuff like I'm sure he has people over he has parties in his trailer Mm -hmm. in his trailer (laughs) (laughs) he'll have no house but it's easy to say that when you know you've got billions of dollars it's like well if you wanted a house you could have one it's there's there's something about being able to buy something easily that suddenly it's less desirable you know what I mean example like a hotel yeah like like if you've got enough money like like I, I look out now and I want like a Bugatti or I want like a oh, okay expensive man. like a like a nice car you mm-hmm. know uh, like an Audi um, or I want like um, all these things you know what I mean like I want, a, I want a Mustang but I want like the new like like GT what 700 or whatever GT 500 that's oh, yeah. how much I've no but yeah. I think it's the new ones that came out last year this last year they're awesome but a new car up. new yeah. expensive car um, so I want a new very expensive car but like once you have enough money to where that's like a trivial thing mm-hmm. you don't buy it. A, a, a different example would be like at my salary now there's things that I always wanted as a kid like video games or like um, you know new shoes stuff like that where it's like I've got money I could go buy new shoes but I just don't you yeah. know because you lost Although interest I, in it. Yeah, I do kind of want to get some new shoes. But I do want some new shoes. <laughs> some new Converse All-Stars. See, I'm, I've never been into shoes, but again, like you said, video games. You know, I've kind of lost interest in them, you know. Yeah. What's going on? What What happened? Did we hit a threshold? We just I've got games in my library that I can't, I'm not playing. Yeah, they're just sitting there. And they're giving away games, you know? Yeah. For like Epic every Thursday, they're just like, and here. I'm starting to worry about it because I'm in the business of making games. My side gig mm-hmm. is making games. But maybe that—that's the thing, you know. It's like I make the—I make this. I have no interest in others, you know. Yeah, uh, am I? Am, like how, it sounds cool. Is—is is it just us, or is it—is it—is it our age thing, or a point in our life thing, or is it society as a whole? Is society? Because here's the thing: is like mm. World of Warcraft. I don't think actually would have been as successful. Like if you were to like, let's say you deleted World of Warcraft, or sorry, some, you created a new World of Warcraft today, mm-hmm. same game. You know, all the same kind of criteria in terms of like, you know, there was other games before it. There's a fan base of the of the company, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would sell, and it could be the exact same game um, with modern graphics and everything. I don't think it would work, and I think that the reason World of Warcraft worked the first time was because it was new. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen it. I mean, there was like Eve Online or something like that. There was like one or two that were out before it, but they weren't. Well, there was RuneScape and stuff like that, but they were massively online. But they didn't have that cartoon-ish style. Yes. They didn't have the storyline because we played the RTS strategy. Yeah. And we're like, hey. We're in the lore. We're in the universe. Yeah. We cared about the characters. Because you got invested in it. But it was also new. I mean, for me, I hadn't played those other games. So, like, the ability to go online and, like, wow, there's other players online. Yeah. 
But that's like every game now. So that novelty is no longer the, a thing. Mm-hmm. I think I wonder about that with VR too. You know, it's like this is the, when the novelty fades. Well, I think the novelty is pretty faded right now on VR because it is got to a point where everyone's like we gotta go to like the VR arcade we gotta mm-hmm. go try this new stuff but now they're not like it's like okay you can get a VR headset for your home and what are you gonna play right you're gonna play job simulator you're gonna play uh, whatever Beat Saber yeah are you gonna go into VR chat for the 900th time and get yelled at by a 9 year old yeah <laughs> Like at first, it's fun because it's novel, it's new. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, this looks pretty freaking real, you know. But after a while, it's like I don't want to put that sweaty thing on my head anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What if we get to the point where it's like uh, in the anime Sword Art Online, where you you either have the helmet or an implant, and it just takes your consciousness to a different. Uh, it worries me. The only thing, it worries me like how much like they can control you with that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think eventually there were the the worlds are going to bend just because they have to from a predictive productivity standpoint. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. I think I've covered what all you- of the shit that I want to talk about. Halo guys, uh, guys. I know you're disappointed. I love the team at Halo. Um, most of the episodes were pretty decent. Uh, please fix Quan's character. Again, nothing wrong with the actress, but please fix the character um, so that she actually gets to play like someone that you like. Um, and then bring Master Chief back to life and uh, <laughs> don't do not do that again. Don't do that again. That was, that was not okay. The writers who thought that was okay, it, it wasn't okay. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go. Oh, and Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. I love some of the stuff you've done, and I hate to say this, but fuck you, man. What the hell, dude? Vespas, <laughs> fuck off. Um. So if you ever do Boba Fett again, please make him a proper gangster. Let him actually be an antihero. Let mm-hmm. him actually be like they tried to make him like a good guy, and he's just not. Yeah, I mean, you remember the few scenes that he was in for the uh, Return of Jedi, right? Where he's like telling Darth Vader, he's no good to me, dead, right? Yeah. You want him as a bounty hunter. Yeah, you want, exactly. He's shady. Yeah. Make, let him be shady. I want, because how much more interesting that would, would that be if in The Mandalorian, you know, you play the, the Boba Fett and he's just a bad guy in that series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But occasionally when worlds align, when it's convenient for him, he'll step in and do something good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's when the motives are aligned because that adds such an extra layer of dimensionality into it. You don't know. That grips you so much better. So when he, the Mandalorian comes in, is Boba Fett going to help? Is he not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe he turns Mandalorian down and Mandalorian suffers as a result. You know? But then later on, he comes and saves the day again, but only because it was convenient. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you want like a reality type TV show? You know that dog, the bounty hunter? Yeah. But you want it with Boba Fett. I don't, maybe, uh, probably not. You, you never seen Dog, the bounty hunter? No, but everything I've seen, I mean, it just sounds farcical. You know, I never actually saw the show. I just, like, I saw the fu- South Park hilarious. episode. And, yeah. <laughs> so every episode ends with him getting, you know, the guy. And then he takes him down to booking. Before he lets him go, he goes, you want a cigarette? You, you want to pray? You want to do anything like that? So he gives the guy a cigarette and they pray. And then he turns him over and gets his bounty. But it's always hilarious because he ends every episode like that. So imagine Boba Fett doing that. You want a cigarette? Okay. You want to pray? I wouldn't mind that. That's fair. <laughs> I could go for that. You go for that? Yeah. All right. But I want him to be dangerous. I want him to actually do something. Do something. Like I want him to like do something probably not okay. I want him to kill someone. Mm-hmm. 
know what I mean? And have it be morally, morally uh, debatable as to whether or not he should have. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if someone is trying to protect the bounty and they jump in front of him kind of thing. Yeah. And then he just doesn't care. Yeah. Or, you know, he goes after the bounty and the bounty, like, dries up. The money's no longer there. Yeah. And so then he kills the... Or he leaves him, you know. Yeah, or he leaves him to die or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like, he needs to do something where it's like, he's not a good guy, guys. Mm-hmm. He maybe have some areas where, like, he has some weird morals that, like, well, that, that are there. But... You that don't know when they're going to win out. You know what I mean? That, that just triggered a memory for me. There was a scene, I can't remember where I saw it from, guy on a horseback, and he has the guy that he was looking for on the back of the horse. And then he just all of a sudden goes, you know, he's like, this isn't worth it, you know. He gets off the horse, uh, cuts the guy off the back of the horse, cuts the ties to his hands, and he goes, run. He just tells him to run, but he's in the desert. Yeah. So he knows he's sending him to his death, and he's like, yeah, just go. And he gets back on the horse and rides off. Because he's like, it ain't worth what I'm doing. Yeah. I want to see a scene like that for both of that. That's perfect. That, what movie is that? I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember. Oh, it just Western. triggered it. Yeah. Uh, you got to have, if you want your story and your universe to be interesting, you have to have some real stakes. Mm-hmm. And if everybody's a good guy, except for, except for, except for like. The protagonist. Except for a couple of the antagonists and <laughs> even them, they're all weak and sort of silly and clowny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Then it's then it's Power Rangers. You know what I mean? But who handles the good guy? Whoa, whoa! We don't use that word around here. Yeah. Oh, I mean the antagonist. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know what that's from. Adventure Brothers. Oh. You know, it's like the uh, corporation for villainy. Yeah, they're like trying to get the new uh, superhero to sign on. Yeah. And the, the super scientist is like, "Well, who do I call for the good guys?" He's like, "Whoa, whoa! We don't use that word." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." The antagonist. Sorry. <laughs> Better. <laughs> they're like, okay, we can get Prisoners you set up. with jobs. Yeah, they're just like matching up the villainous with the hero. And it's like, okay, we can get you this guy here. He's into super science. Uh, he has like a whole tank of like evil piranhas. Uh, we can get him working yeah. for you like next Thursday if that's good. <laughs> and he's like, no, mm, no, Thursday. I got a meeting. And he's like, okay, okay. And we have this super cat person. And he has a ton of, like, mutated cats, you know? He calls himself the Claw. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that sounds all right, you know? That's interesting. <laughs> Shopping for a new villain. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. What else you got, man? Because um, I was about to exit. Yeah, there's not much new. Okay. I mean, you, were, you bought... Oh, Ronin. Yeah. Last Ronin, Ninja Turtles. Guys, I like the first... And this is Robert Rodriguez too, I think. Um, <laughs> Did he I write like, it? I th- well, I think he was involved in it, yeah. Oh. So I read, I got the Ronin, the book that has all three comics. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do spoilers. You're not supposed to know who the turtle is. I Googled it. And it shows you. And, and, and the stupid turtle comic website was the first result for the book. I, I Googled the book title. Mm-hmm. And the first result that comes up, and of course Google gives you a sample, and the first sentence of the first result is tells you what turtle it is. And I was like, <laughs> fuck off you know what I mean no I don't Google and Turtle Comic Con or whatever it is Turtlepedia something like that oh. yeah so anyway um, but it was interesting man it's I really like it it's darker sort of mm-hmm. I mean I don't know I'm kind of questioning Robert Rodriguez's ability to get dark now but um, it uh, it was interesting you know mm-hmm. um, 
there was one line that drove me crazy. I'm going to share it. So this turtle is swimming through this sludge. This, and they even say in the comic strip, like this freezing cold sludge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's freezing cold, future toxic waste, like swamp that he's swimming through. And, he, and he's like, you know, I picture the voice being like all dark and gritty, you know, like in a world where nothing lives, you know, anyway, but he's yeah. like, he's like, dang, you know, he's like, the sludge is nasty. You know, he's like, I guess all that global warming, all that global warming, you know, is to blame. And he says pollution and global warming. And I'm like, you're swimming through f- water that you've just described as frigid mm-hmm. and nasty from, from pollution. I, I, I get it that pollution kind of goes hand in hand with global warming, but they are different things and pollution does not make water frigid and nasty. That's not what it does. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're clearly making a political point here. You know what I mean? There's no reason for the turtle to describe the water as being ice cold and nasty to the taste because of global warming. Just fuck no. Gah, if you're going to make your political agenda, at least do it right. You know what I mean? Well, t- Describe the hot air as the cause as being caused by global warming. Don't describe nasty frigid water as being caused by global warming. I was so angry because it was just clearly a political agenda. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. You would have just been fine if they said it was cold and nasty tasting. Or yeah, and and caused by pollution. That makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? And if they wanted to make a global, if they wanted to make a point about global warming fine mm-hmm. okay but then describe the thing that global warming caused as hot right <laughs> you know <laughs> ah. <laughs> well would you rather have him say there's so many you know big mac containers <laughs> floating in my face or yeah. you know starbucks cups around here yeah sure that would have been great that would have been great you know You're like, I like oh. starbucks <laughs> <laughs> picks up a relic of a starbucks he's like once they went global there was no stopping. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yes, I would have that line. I would have appreciated. Just and it's perfect. You know, it's the right wit. I like it. Okay, here's a comparison. Remember um, Demolition Man? Yeah. Okay, in the future, mm-hmm. the Great Restaurant Wars. The only one that survived was Taco Bell. I don't remember that. You it don't sounds really? familiar though. But yeah, continue. Yeah. So she's like, "We're going to go out to eat at the most fanciest restaurant in all," and he goes, "Where's that?" And she's like, "Taco Bell," and he's like. Taco Bell and, you know and it's the only one that won the franchise wars so it's every amazing. restaurant is now Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. Yeah. but they only eat pills you know because it's the future yeah <laughs> that so, movie was funny but what's interesting about that movie is they're talking about they're like like she represents kind of our generation you mm-hmm. know what I mean or maybe even the generation before us um, and they're talking about how they're too soft well in the future yeah that they were so overly corrected yeah that, but the thing is, like, that's still something that we complain about today. You know, man, it's. I think it's like some like the, the younger generation has always used that way. Like, it's too politically correct, yeah. right? Um, too safe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering if if that's really our generation, or if it's just always the current fifteen to thirty somethings, right? I don't know, because. I saw a comic that was kind of weird because it's like a skeleton dressed up as Santa and he gives a sword to a child and it's like a middle ages and the middle aged girl comes up and she goes that, that's a weapon he'll, he'll hurt himself and then the skeleton Santa just goes then that will be a very good lesson indeed <laughs> you know they're here to learn 
That's all he says. When was this from? It was like an old comic. Like yeah. the Santa gives a sword to the kid, and she's like, "He'll cut himself. Then it'll be a very good lesson." That's all he <laughs> yeah. says. Yeah. We are too soft, though. We got to be harder. You want to go back to Middle Ages harder? Or you want to go back to... No, I don't want, like, disease and shit. (laughs) Greco-Roman. I'm just saying that, like, political correctness needs to go. Like, nobody is obligated to be nice to you. And I think we got to be more rude. (laughs) More rude? Like, we got to care about each other more, but then at the same time also be assholes. And it's a weird balance. It's weird. But then, I don't know. Oh, that's the other thing that happened. You know about the Georgia Guidestones? Never heard of them? So it's a monument in Georgia that looks oh, like Stonehenge. I read something about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So on it, there's like these, com- written in all the languages, right? It's like, keep the population of Earth under 500,000 in accordance with nature. All the, You know, it's like meant to be like the Ten Commandments. Okay. And if you, I looked into it. They were erected in the 1980s. And the guy who paid to have this erect doesn't want his name revealed. So they kept it all a secret. Except someone, I guess, tricked him to reveal it. Turns out he was like a former member of the KKK. Yeah, it's not surprising. And then all these like people are like, it's a satanic, you know, uh, thing. And they blew it up. But it's like... It doesn't sound like that. It just sounds crazy yeah I was like <laughs> you know it doesn't really affect me but yeah. a lot of people are so up in arms about it that they had to be torn down yeah I don't yeah I don't know where I sit on that one that's a topic for another day <laughs> I don't have time that's a Georgia to topic. formulate an opinion on that that's fine um I'm out of energy guys so in respect for your time yeah we're going to cut it short. <laughs> That'd be cool. It's a really long episode. <laughs> we'll edit it down. Yeah. Peace out, guys. Yeah. Have a good night. Late. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>